We are in Daf Yud Zayin Amid Alf. We're starting from Daf Tes Zayin Amid Beis, six lines from the bottom. We have an interesting psak. Darash Rav Nachman Mishu Rabbeinu Shmuel. What did he say? He said Yochid Nosen LeBeis Asayim. For an individual he, with these with these with these uh, lesser partitions that we've been discussing, he gets only up to to a base asayim. Shnayim there's a base asayim. Two people the same thing. Only up to a base asayim. That's the biggest they can make with these kind of partitions. And with three people, you, they're they already called a caravan. They get up to six base sa, but that's it. Okay, so the Yesakash, we mean Shabbat Rabbanan. Okay, Vavata, Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda. What are you saying? You're dropping the opinion of the majority of the rabbis, and now you're going to do it like Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda? The rabbis say you can do it, you give them all the space they need. Since Hadar Ukim, Rav Nachman, Amoraya, so he set up a speaker for him, like a loudspeaker, a person to, to announce what he said. Vadarash, and he, and he said the following What I said to you before was a mistake in my hand. I made a mistake. Baram, in the truth, Kachamru, this is what they said. One person gets two beisaw, and uh, two people get two beisaw, two beisaw. Shlosha, if there are any three people, Nasa Shiar, they are they are a caravan. But those them called Tarkin, they get as much space as they need. Even there, there's a caravan. Okay, but now, so the commercial says, wait a still that, that still doesn't make sense. Ratio, Rabbi 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 he said, like the rabbis, you didn't limit them. But 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 the first two is he still said like Rabbi Yehuda. He says no. Bishum the koya. He says, can you do that? Of says, and yeah, he can do that. Why? Bishum the koya vua b'shitase. Because since the father of Yisro Yehuda, Yehuda himself agrees with Rabbi Yehuda. So when it comes to the when it comes to the individuals, one or two people, he can agree. He can continue to agree with Rabbi Yehuda even against the rabbis because he has Rabbi Yehuda. He says Rabbi Yosef, He has Rabbi Yehuda, Probably continue to agree with Rabbi Yisro Yehuda because he has Rabbi Yisro Yehuda and his father and 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 but in. And the, uh, as opposed to as opposed to the dinner of the Shayar, there he goes with the rabbis. So Rav Gidol Marav said, now, Shlosha, uh, that we, we're gonna, we talk about here, we're going to say that uh, people only, they get as much space as they need, but they shouldn't have an empty space of two base saw. So simply we're learning now that it shouldn't be bigger, two base saw bigger than what they needed. So we learn, number of Gidol Marav, Rav Gidol said the name of Rav. Shlosha bechamesh, three people bechamesh. Okay, if they are, if they, if they, they, they cordoned off a five beisa, uh, 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 asurin. Okay, they're forbidden. Okay, three people that's cordoned off five. They it could come out that they're forbidden. Okay, b'shiva mutarin, and it could come out in seven that they're allowed. Three people according off five could be could be forbidden, and three people according off seven could be allowed to carry. How could it work? How could it be? Amrulei firstly said, Amravach. Did Rav really say that? Amrulei said, Yep. Said Oraisa the Pixivi by the Torah that Avim and Eksuv and Amravach. Rav definitely said it. Amravashi my kasha. So how do we explain it? What's the difficulty? We'll explain it. Don't worry. What's the difficulty? Dimachikamar. This is what Rav said. Remember, he says because you can't be two base saw larger than your needs. So here's what they thought. Let's say the three people really needed for their stuff. They needed three beisah. They keep a b'shiva, and what they do was they needed six, and they cordoned off seven. So in such a case, I feel b'shiva mutarim. They're a lot. They're a lot of carry all throughout the seven. Why? Because they're only one bigger than what they needed. You have you get up. You get up to really. They could be. They could have. They could have cordoned off up till just under eight. So if they cordoned off seven, they're certainly fine. Okay, but let's say, like he said, this is what he might have meant. But if they only need, if they only needed five, they keep sheva, and now they cordoned off seven. They were full two base saw bigger than what they needed. I feel even in the five that they even in the five 
they're not allowed to carry. Why? Because they're too full. They saw bigger than what they needed. Now, now the Gemara is going to try a different, a different understanding. What does empty mean? Empty means we're going to assume that every individual gets a certain amount of space, and empty means there's not enough individuals to to require that space. We say you shouldn't have base up empty. My love does not mean punim. No, it doesn't really mean that every person gets two base saw. Every person gets two base saw. And and you shouldn't have two base saw that uh, that, uh, that 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 without a person to require it. So for example, let's say three people, let's say three people did eight. Okay, so therefore what? If everybody gets two base saw, they really needed what? The three people needed six. Okay, and therefore we have two base saw, which are empty. Three people did eight, so therefore it's no good. But if they did seven, okay, if they, if they did seven, see, we don't have two, so that should be good. So therefore, even though they only needed five, since each of them gets, gets two, so they have six, and if they have six, and if they did seven, they should be fine. How can you say what you're saying? So according to that, three people that three people that did seven and only needed five should still be fine. Why? Because they get six and they're only one above the six. So the answer is low. He says, "Punim bekelim." It's like we said originally. We're not talking about. It's not talking about two base saw per person. It's they get the space that they need and not and not two base saw up to two base saw larger, but they're up until but not including. So therefore, what it's it's based like we said originally on how much they need. Okay. Itmar, we learn the following. Uh, we learn the following. According to what we said now, according to the fact that we learned, according to Rav Nachman, that for a two, a one or two people, you get, you get Sasayim, and three people are, are, are a caravan, and they get the space that they need. Okay, so we said, Itmar, we learn, Shlosha, Okay, three people which, which, which who, who did more than two base saw. Now we remember, so one or two people only get two base saw. Three people are going to get what they need. What happens if the status changed on Shabbos? There were three people. Okay, and what they did was they and they cordoned off more than two base saw. They're a caravan. They're fine. Okay, and then and then one of them one of them dies on Shabbos. Shnayim, let's say two people did more than two base saw, which are not allowed to carry in. and they got more people join them on Shabbos. Maybe now they can carry. Do, do, do we change the law from from the beginning of Shabbos to, to the middle of Shabbos? Rav Huna Rav Yitzhak is machlokus of these two rabbis. Chanamar Shabbos Gormas. One said Shabbos decide whatever the law was. Shabbos came. That's the law. All Shabbos it doesn't change. But Chanamar Dion Gormas says no. The, the the population decides. If the population changes, if it if it goes from three to two, they can't carry anymore. And if it goes from two to three, they can carry. Uh, depending on the case, it'd be fine. So Gemara says, now we don't know who said what. Gemara says, let's conclude that it was that it was that it was Rav Huna who said that whatever it was when Shabbos came in, that's what it remains. How do we know? Why? Because Rabbi said, "Buy me Rav Huna, or buy me Rav Yehuda." I asked Rav Huna, I asked Rav Yehuda, "What's the law? What's the law of the following case?" Okay. Let's say let let's say there were let's say there were two courtyards. Remember, if, let's say if I have two private domains and I want to carry from one private domain to the other, as long as there's an entryway between the two, then I can mix the ownership and continue carrying shovels. What's an entryway? An entryway is has to be four by four. Four by four entryway is called an entryway. So what happened? He says he says he says he says I guess both of them. Okay, I guess they're following. They relied on an entryway of four by four between the two courtyards. And they mixed them so they could carry on Shabbos. Ministama Pesach, they could carry between between the two courtyards on Shabbos. And then Ministama Pesach, and now the entryway the entryway became became closed up. It fell down. 
Okay, derech achalon. Okay, or derech achalon. Or let's say they made it relying on a window four by four. The window became 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 closed. It fell down. Mahu, what's the law? Can, can they continue carrying? Can they continue carrying through the courtyard through other little holes in the walls or not? And he said to me, well, it's really, really either one, okay? Shabbos, he says, it's on Shabbos, and since it was mutter, okay, hutra. Hutra, hutra. Once it became permissible, it's permissible. So we don't change the status of these rabbinic things on Shabbos. It's time, so therefore you're right, you can conclude it's Ravuna holds that Shabbos decides. I, Lema, Ravuna, Rabbi Yitzhak, Okay, so, uh, so now, let's say now, of who says Shabbos decides, or Yitzchak who says the, that the population decides, they're arguing a, a, a previous argument that was argued by the Tanaim, a Rav Yosef, Rav Yehuda. Why the Tanaim? Because we learn. Let's say I have a courtyard whose who, a courtyard whose walls are broken from two directions. It's on a corner, is what it is, and even though it's small. Even though it's smaller than ten, usually a breach more than small than ten is just a doorway. Who cares? But on the corner, nobody makes doorways on the corner. So if I have, if it's breached on two sides of the corner, okay, okay, or a house that was broken on two sides of the corner, okay, the two of the walls, or let's say, or or a courtyard they're on Shabbos, or or alleyway they're on Shabbos, uh, it's it's uh, it's. Um, it's uh, it's upright, or it's or it's cross beam was taken away. Mutarim loss Shabbos. Okay, they're still permitted to continue carrying on that Shabbos. Vasurin lossi lava, but to forbidden for the Shabbos that come later. That was the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. So it sounds like really what Rabbi Yehuda follows. That was Rabbi Yehuda's like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yossi Amir says no. Mutarim loss Shabbos. Mutarim lossi lava. If they're mutter for that Shabbos, they're mutter for all the Shabboses. Be masurim lossi lava. If they're forbidden for the other Shabboses, loss of Shabbos. They're forbidden that Shabbos also. So he holds that. The Shabbos, what happens doesn't decide. So let's say Rabbi Yitzhak is like, let's say Rabbi Yitzhak is like Rabbi Yossi. Gemara says, Lema Rav Huda, like we said, Lema Rav Huda, Domek Rav Yehuda. So let's Rav Huda holds like Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yitzhak, Domek Rav Yossi. Rabbi Yitzhak says like Yossi. Amar Lachar, so Gemara says, nah, it's, la- it's not necessarily true. Why? Because the, the case is different. Why? Because in the case that we just looked at of Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yehuda, I'll explain it outside, then we'll do it inside. The, the fundamental structure remained the same. In other words, the partitions that allowed carrying have, have a partition allowed carrying changed. In our case, what all that happened was was the population changed, but the walls themselves, the, the fundamental walls that allowed carrying, uh, did not change. So now, could say to you, I who said by our case where the population changed that Shabbos decides, I could even agree with Rabbi Yossi what, that once the status changed on Shabbos, the status changes. Why? He says, when did Rabbi Yossi say the status changes? Because why? I can agree with him because, because the partitions went down. The fundamental structure changed, okay, that, that allowed you to carry. Here we still have the fundamental structure. And if I could say is that even though the population changed, it can remain. Okay, Rabbi Yitzchak or Rabbi Yitzchak can say no. Even though I said what that, that that it depends on the population, it can change on Shabbos, and Shabbos doesn't decide. I can agree with Rabbi Yehuda that since it was permissible when Shabbos came into carrying those cases, permissible to continue carrying. I can look on Rabbi Yehuda. Awesome. Why do we say that it's okay over there? Because you still had the same population of people that were there. The same the same people were there. Were there were there. I said the population is over there. The population over there. The population. 
remain the same. So he said, what? It doesn't change. It, 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 it doesn't change. But over here, listen, here the population changed. So therefore, what? Since the population changes, the law changes. So therefore, we can't say that they are really poskening against one of the Tanaim that argued before them. They could each be in agreement with the other. Now we said, the rabbi said, when we argued, we, we, after, 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 after we said what? That that you have to have both both vertical and horizontal there. I said, nah, any one is good. Vertical or horizontal is fine. Now remember, the, 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 but Tanakama, that was the same as Tanakama. The beginning of the mission of Tanakama held you could have horizontal or vertical, and the rabbis at the end told you could have horizontal or vertical. So what's the difference? In Kibbeinaya, there is a difference. The difference is, what about an individual when he's not out, when he's not out in the uninhabited area, like where a caravan, where, where a caravan would be? According to the Tanakama, according to the Tanakama, the rabbi spoke in a normal uh, 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 um, spoke in a normal case. Uh, um, that's what. Uh, are you allowed to use this lousy one? This this not a lousy one. This is not so good partitions. Uh, so that's only when you're on the road, okay? So the Tanakama holds what? Yes, everybody, everybody can do it, individual or the, or or shayar. But when you're out, and when you're out on the when you're out on the road, but the rabbis who disagreed, the rabbis at the end, they hold no. He says whether it's an individual, whether it's a caravan, even when even when you're in an inhabited area, right in the middle of town, you can do whatever you want. It doesn't make a difference. So that's the argument. Now, There are four things that the rabbis were lenient when it came for for soul. Soldiers in, in a military camp, and we're not talking when they're in danger, even when they're not in danger. There are four things that are per- permissible in a military camp. Maybe an eight-seam they can bring trees from any place, that, and it's not called stealing. They can take they take firewood. They don't have to wash before a meal. They're putter from being stringent, from taking miser from demai, that the produce you bought from an Amarats, which we normally have to miser, they don't have to miser, they can eat it. And they also don't have to make, uh, they don't have to make. Uh, Eruve uh, Chatseros. Okay, as so we're going to see. No, so you have to you have, okay, to, to mix uh, two courtyards uh, from camp to camp. Tanarabanam, we learned Machni, it's a Muhammad Shuras. We said a, a camp that goes out to a war of discretion, a discretionary war, as opposed to an obligatory war, not a war of Amalek, not a war of conquering Eretz Israel. Mutarim Begezel Eitzim They are allowed, they, they have no problem of, of, stealing, uh, of stealing dry wood. Which is what? That's, that's usually, and you would think you can't. Why drive? Drive woods the wood people use for firewood. It's supposed to wet wood. Rabbi Huda ben Temo, not only that, they can also camp any place they want. Wherever they, when they're Negu, wherever they die, where they are killed, they are buried there, even though it's somebody else's property. Mutar begets late sinivation. Now, one second. You told me what? They're allowed to take dry wood. That's not a special law for soldiers. That's a law for every Jew in Eretz Israel. When, when Yeshua divided Eretz Israel, he made ten. He made ten conditions that everybody agreed to. And one of them was everybody could gather wood from other people's places. Okay, Damar Yeshua. Yeshua made ten, ten conditions when he when he divided Eretz Israel. And one of them was Shemarim one is that you can you can pasture your animals in the woods because nobody because nobody harvests the woods. That's number one. And you're all allowed to gather wood from other people's fields. So what what's special about soldiers? Everybody's allowed to do it. The answer is awesome, but when it came to Yeshua, 
It's talking about little thorn bushes. Okay, Hacha, when it came to the soldiers, Besharetzim, it's talking about what? When it came to the war here, it's talking about other wood. Okay, or, or okay. furthermore, Inami, also another answer is what? That B'mechubarim, over there, by Yeshua, you're allowed to take the ones that, look, they take work, they're, they're still connected, you have to cut them. Here when it came to the soldiers in the war, even, even they're already harvested, and you can figure, they figure that the, 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 the owners already separated them from firewood, you can still take them. Inami, Hasam, Belachim, no, over there, you're allowed to take the wet wood. Again, it's not usually the wood that's used for firewood. That was the, that was the rule of Yeshua. Hacha, but here be Yveshim. Again, here, it's the dry ones, which 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 very likely that the owner is using for firewood. We said they, we said also that they can camp any place they want, anybody's property. Where they're killed, that's where they're buried. Pshita, obviously, where they killed the buried. That's the truth for everybody in the whole world. That's that's also one of the rules that Yeshua made. One of the conditions. Mace mitzvah. That's a, that's a that's called a mace mitzvah. Mace mitzvah. Anybody who died a mace mitzvah. A person who dies when there's nobody to bury him. He, he, everybody's allowed to be buried in the place wherever they are. Lo There's a difference. Why? What's the difference between the soldier and every Jew? Lo Afal gaf to islay kovrim. Even though he has people to bury him. By a normal person means what? That if he has, if his relatives is 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 is, is yarshim, his inheritors are not there to bury him. So then everybody, every every Jew over there can be buried wherever they are. But a soldier, even if even if he has heirs there to bury him, it doesn't matter. Still, he still he still he still gets to be buried in his place. The time because we learned ezu meis mitzvah. What's called the mitzvah? It's a kol shein lekovrim. So somebody has nobody to bury him. The heirs are not there. Kori vechem so that what that he calls out and other people answer. Okay, as a meis mitzvah, he calls out and his relatives are there. They're there to bury him. So then he's not a meis mitzvah and you don't bury him. But by a soldier, even if the heirs are there, if the heirs would be there, he still gets his place. A meis mitzvah kana makoma. One second, is it really true? That every mace mitzvah, every person that dies without heirs to bury him, they, they acquire their place. I'll show you it's not true that you don't always get your place. Tanya, I mean, the person who died. Let's say a person died and he's, and he's, lay, and he, and he's, he's laid out on the highway. So we move him to the right or to the left of the highway. Okay, now it depends. Stay now. Where do you bury him? Stay bore. Uh, okay, you stay near. If one if one field on one side is a is a unplowed and the other one is plowed already. Okay, So we do the cheaper one. So you move him to the unplowed one. Okay, stay near. Or stay there. Let's say one field on one side is a plowed field and one is already planted, even more expensive. stay near. So you put him to the plow. You move him to the plowed field. If they're both already plowed, stay him zero. So they're both planted. Stay him So both are both completely unplowed. Then he puts it whatever side he wants. But you see, no matter what, then you move him from his place. says, no, that's talking where the, where the mace is, is laid across the road by the two, by the two sides. So since we're allowed to move him from the mace because Kohanim and people or people who are gonna who are gonna work with with uh, with things that can't become tummy, like Truma, etc. So the, we, we, we don't with in order to stop them from becoming tame, so we're allowed to move him. Once we move to the side, but and therefore I can move him to whatever side I want. But that's but that's but a stop. So the, that one case we do move him. You understand? But a stop may smith, so we don't move him at all, and he, he's buried where he he's buried where he dies. We said the soldiers are also put there from washing their hands. That law was only from the washing hands before the meal. But washing his afternoon is absolutely obligatory even for the soldiers. Why? Why is it that it's absolutely obligatory to wash the hands after the meal? 
Because there's such a kind of salt called Mel Sodomi, Sodom salt, that blinds the eyes. And the rabbis told everybody to eat salt after the meal. Everything, after you eat anything, you should always eat salt. After you drink anything, you should always drink water. Now we do it in the meal, okay, but, but, but you still have to always have salt. So since everybody uses salt, they have to make sure that you wash your hands after the meal on the chance that there's Mel Sodom, that the Sodom salt is in there. It's a very small percentage. There's like one carat, one grain in a core. It's quite a, quite a small ratio. He said to him, he says, what if a person just measured salt? He didn't eat. Does he have to wash? Amarlei said to him, there's no question about it. Of course, it goes without question. If he, if he handled a lot of salt, he definitely has to wash his hands. We said also that they're exempt from micering produce that was bought from an Amaretz, even, even though normally we have to because we, we're afraid they didn't micer. The Tanan, we learn, why is that? The Tanan, we learn, we're allowed to feed poor people demai, and we're also allowed to feed also soldiers that, are, that we're putting up. We're allowed to give them demai. Okay, why? Because remember, because the whole law of demai is a rabbinic stringency. Really, most amayars, most unlearned people do take miser. So really, we shouldn't have to take miser with those things, because the rabbis are stringent. So since it's rabbinic stringency, so when it comes to poor people, or it comes to, to traveling soldiers, we are lenient, and they're allowed to eat demai. Amra, Puna, Tana, Beishamayim, but the really truth is, it was Machlokas. We learned, Tana, we learned, Beishamayim, Beishamayim says, Beishamayim says, we don't give poor people or soldiers, itinerant soldiers, demai. And Beishamayim says that we do feed poor people and itinerant soldiers, demai. We said also they're exempt from making a joint ownership of two courtyards. It's only it's only that they're not obligated to do of courtyards. When it comes to mixing the ownership of, of a tchum, they're obligated. What does it mean? If I want to be able to carry beyond two thousand amos, I have to I have to move my space, my where I, where I live on Shabbos, and make a play, you know, put food there, etc. So that it's going to be that I can carry two thousand amos. Why? Because that I'll tell you why. Because the Tani taught the person gets whipped for carrying more than 2,000 amas out of their area because it's a Torah law so there's no there's no needs here as opposed to others who hold what that Tchumen is only Durabanam he holds like Rabbi Kiva that Tchumen is Doraisa and therefore you can't be they can't be lenient on Tchumen they, 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 they don't get to, and therefore they have to extend they have to legally uh, change their uh, the way they make the Shabbos to be able to carry 2,000 amas Maski Flora said he said one second is that really true? Even if you held, even if you, that you would get Malkus for for going out of the and Alaf Since the since the pasuk that tells us not to go out of the out of the out of the out of our boundary, out of our area on Shabbos is written Al Shabbos. A person should not. He should not. Al he shall not. He should not. That's that's that. It's not written. It's not written low. He shall not. It's written Al. Al is like a weaker word. Do we get Malkus when when the prohibition is with was written with the word Al instead of low? Maski Ravacha Bayaku. He said, Come. I said, What do you? Is that true? Who cares? The prohibition of doing necromancy, you know, talking to the dead people, talking to dead people, it's also written al. Everybody, and everybody, you want to tell me you don't get whipped there? Everybody agrees you get whipped for that. So the fact that you use the word al as opposed to low doesn't make a difference. Here's what he's asking. We're saying that the same Pasuk really teaches us two things. One, you can't go outside. Of the of your area, and secondly, that you shouldn't carry on Shabbos. Al yotzi, shouldn't take out, shouldn't carry out. So now, 
He says, and therefore what? Since for the carrying, a person can be killed on Shabbos, if he did, if he was warned, then he did it. Okay, we have a rule that any prohibition that can lead to uh, uh, lead to death by Bastin, okay, okay, it's any, any negative precept, even if it's from the Torah, that could come to a, a, a capital punishment by Bastin, a person never gets Malchus for. So since the same Pasuk tells me Trumen, and the same Pasuk tells me also what? Not to carry, which a person get, can get killed for. Okay, can get killed for. He, he should never get. He should never get. He should never get Malchus for it. It doesn't say Al Yotzi. Al It's written what that he shouldn't go out. And therefore, therefore, even though the pasuk also tells me the prohibition of not carrying, since the primary purpose of the pasuk is to tell me not to go out of the tchum, out of the area, it's not considered a, a, a prohibition that could come to Mises Basin, and therefore it would get Malkos.